don't forget to press the follow button so that you can get notified each and every time I do a podcast. You can also follow me on TikTok at the Caribbean Astrologer. At least until they take that down. (laughs) Because I've been spilling some beans and TikTok don't like it. At all. I've learned that if you tell the truth about history or report the news on politicians or uplift BIPOC, it gets taken down or muted. I get a strike against my account. And if someone else posts that very thing, it stays. If I get something from somebody else's profile that was just on my mind, and I put it on my profile, I get a strike against my account. But the original content creator, they don't. So it'll be there until TikTok takes it down, my profile. And once they do, that's it. I will not be returning to TikTok. So while you can get some truths, you can follow me on TikTok. I've started deleting podcasts. As I've stated before, by the end of 2024, this podcast in itself will be deleted. There will be no more. So I'm hoping and prayerful that those of you who have been here for a while, you've got some notes going on. And keep those notes and review those notes. For those of you that are new, the Imperative Podcasts are still there. You can go and listen to them. And take notes. I think what I want to say is the most important out of all of the podcasts that I've done. I'm going to say anything that has to do about ancestral veneration that I got from the Bible. And anything about spiritually protecting yourself. And I think there's two or three of them about crystal combinations. You're going to need that information as well. So go back, listen to them, take notes. And I also would suggest that you put those notes in multiple places. And I'll tell you why. Because when God first started teaching me metaphysical things... I had it in a five-subject notebook, and that book had got stolen from me, and I lost all the information. Information that I had gathered from God himself over time. If you keep the notes in your phone, you want to make sure that you have a backup. Because anything can happen to your phone. If you keep a notebook, you might want to take some pictures of it and 
email it to yourself. Also, if you have a laptop or desktop, you can go into your email from there and create a folder within your email and send the pictures of the notes that you have in that folder. So if anything happened to your cell phone, your iPad, your laptop, your computer, you will always have your email address. You will always have that folder within your email address. If you write it down in a notebook, try to keep that notebook from out of people's eyesight so that they don't think to steal it from you and then lie about stealing it. Amen? Amen. I was listening to, before I came on here, I was listening to this Nigerian singer. Beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful voice. Will break every chain in your life, honey. And I was listening to it, and she was speaking in tongues as she was singing, and she prostrated herself. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not going to share her name because I got to check with God first. And I hadn't done that. I remember God telling me, trust no one, not even my own eyes and ears, should I trust. And then he reminded me of the scripture that says, lean not on your own understanding. I said, amen. So I hadn't been looking at sermons on YouTube or through their website. Um, as far as I'm aware of, I'm not following any pastors because I know that God said that the mega pastors and the, and the mom and pop type of churches, a lot of them were going to fall and that a lot of the churches will be no more. And he said that we're going to go back to the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, there were small groups of people who got together and worshipped God in their homes. Now you got to think what's going to happen in the world that small groups of people are going to worship God in their homes. Laws would have to change, right? It must be that there would be no church building anywhere. As far as I remember, there were no church buildings in the book of Acts. They passed the law, I'm trying to think of, the name of this law, uh, or maybe it's a proposal. Nevertheless, they're trying to make it illegal for two or more people to be gathered together. And if the police see you, let's say it's three people, and they and they decide that you're doing something quote unquote suspicious, you can get arrested. 
They don't want people coming together to praise and worship God. Why is that? Because they know that God is real. They also started Disney purchased the rights to the Bible and started taking out verses in the Bible that talks about fasting and prayer. I remember telling you guys that if there's any books that you want, maybe I told it to you in 2022. I reminded you all of 2023. If there's any books that you want, you want to get them now. I personally would prefer if you paid cash for it, but if you decide to order it, it's your prerogative. Amen. This also tells me that at some point in time, either there won't be any libraries or there'll be less libraries and what is available in those libraries will be what the powers that be want to be in those libraries. Now, excuse me, I've I've got like hiccups and stuff. We know that they like to gaslight and lie and hide the truth and they burn evidence if they can. Think about that, that library. I don't remember if it's Iran or Iraq, but you can Google it. But it was a massive library. And I know about there being astrology books in that library. There could have been other artifacts there that told the truth about history. That would be more important to burn the evidence of that. But I know that there are really old astrology books in that library. And the library was burned to a crisp. So the truth about history and information that you should have and need will no longer be freely and widely available. You need a Bible, whatever version you want to get. You need the Apocrypha, and you need the Colbrin Bible. I suggest the Colbrin Bible because, again, God taught me metaphysical things, things about time and atoms and so forth and so on, and parallel universes. And that Colbrin Bible, if you've had your spiritual awakening, that Colbrin Bible will confirm a lot of things for you. And if you don't know anything about anything metaphysical, it's good to have that information. People like to try to make other people seem crazy or sound crazy. And they may believe that somebody else is crazy because of what you're saying. You look at the um, doomsday preppers and everybody called them crazy. And now that the time has arrived, nobody is calling them crazy or Less people are calling them crazy. When the day arrives, 
The people that call the doomsday preppers crazy are going to be looking for the doomsday preppers. And the doomsday preppers will be nowhere to be found. So, <coughs> excuse me, point is, don't listen to anybody trying to convince you that you're crazy because they've convinced themselves that you're crazy. Remember that the powers that be just did this whole marketing smear campaign to make everybody seem crazy except for themselves. Why? Because they wanted to hide the truth. Get the books that you want to get while you can get it. And save yourself a couple of bucks and get it used if you can. I said it before, I say it again. Keep some cash on hand. It seemed like every year around income tax time, your monthly bills increase and there's a problem with banks. I think it was the Bank of America who had a security breach, lost the people's money, and they're like, I don't know where the money went. Yes, you freaking do. You stole it from the people. And later on in the year, you'll see again, just as they do every year, a security breach with the credit bureaus. Your credit score dropped 20 points. We don't know what happened. They do it every year. Keep some cash on hand. At this point, I wouldn't even worry about uh, uh, a credit score. I wouldn't. It doesn't make any sense. Because the system is changing. And it's not going to get better. It's not going to go back to where it used to be. There's no one that's going to save you. And as the year progresses in Pluto and Aquarius, you'll see with your own eyes why I'm giving you the heads up to let you know there's nobody that's coming to save you. Who you think is going to save you is behind closed doors. They are against you. BIPOC has been telling everybody that the systems are against you. Everyone, they don't care about your ethnicity or your gender or where you were born. The system is against everybody. The days to make the change was when Dr. King and JFK was trying to make the change. They didn't have the support that they should have had from citizens. And they both were assassinated. When when 9-11 happened, that was the, the line in the sand. Like, okay, it's official. You're, you're not going to make any change. What should have happened is that, and, and they would not have, is that the leaders of the country should have called a corporate fast. But they would not have done that. And even if they didn't, the people should have had enough sense to come together and do a corporate fast. When 9-11 happened, the Internet existed. Didn't matter what your your religious practice was, everybody fasts. The monks fast. 
the people should have gotten together in each state, came together and fasted and prayed, and they did not. Now, when Disney had those scriptures taken out about fasting and praying, they knew that a corporate fast and prayer would tear down the kingdom of darkness. The Bible says, when two or three come together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's why they're trying to make it illegal for two or more people to be gathered together. If the people are living a lifestyle that is approved by Yah, those three people, those two or three people can do some serious damage. This is why Christians are on the uh, uh, watch list. They know what Christians can do. They know what any believer in God can do, regardless whether you're Christian or you're Muslim or you're Buddhist or Jainism. It does. They don't. Care. They know that. So if you live in a household where there's two or three people or more and y'all can fast, do that. But I would suggest that it be a fast for yourselves. And I say that because God has already judged Babylon and there is no going back. There is no changing God's mind. He's not going to change his mind. And... There's like you're wasting your breath saying, God bless America. Done. When was the last time you even heard anybody say, God bless America? He took it from out of the earth. Well, he didn't take it from out of the earth, but he did something. Where there is no God, you have chaos. When God is present, you have peace. If you don't have any peace, you're too far away from God. All you need to do is pray more often and read the Bible more often. And if you're too lazy to read the Bible, you can play it on audio and it's free on YouTube. Pick a version. Pick a book and read it. There was this man talking about the continent of Africa. And he was saying that he wondered why is it the leaders that in the whole continent of Africa not supporting its citizens. And he ended up going down a rabbit hole and saw that there were a few that tried, including... Um, Gaddafi and one of three things happened to them they either was assassinated or they mysteriously died like the man the African man who owned the bank him, his wife and his son mysteriously died in a plane crash or 
the people were overthrown in a coup. And he's just sharing the information with other people in not just in the conf- continent of Africa, but all over the world, because it's on TikTok. Everybody, you know, is from different parts of the world on TikTok. And every time I pray, I'm, I'm praying concerning Africa. And so I made a comment. As I'm looking at the correspondence, y'all know how I like to look in the correspondence section to see what they're talking about. And not one person, not one, said anything about prayer. Not one. And so I put up there, there needs to be a group fast in prayer concerning the continent. And I'm pretty sure that's going to fall on deaf ears. Africa has been enslaved for I don't know how long. Africans are just finding out that they are richer, that they are the richest continent on the planet because they live in poverty. France has been keeping them impoverished for the longest time. There's a large portion of banks that France owns but is in Africa. France owns a lot of the banks that are in Africa. I think it's like 85, 90% of the banks that are in Africa. I think to myself, how the hell did that happen? Did anybody go back to them old laws and old bills and old agreements? And When you know that there is a group of people that are stronger than you, there's nothing that you can do about it. You didn't think to get together with some other people and go to God and fast and pray. How y'all do the type of witchcraft that y'all do and y'all not coming out on top? It's in my in my heart it feels like Africa's like one hundred years behind the time. I'm thinking of the scripture where it says a day for us is a thousand years to God. So that one hundred years could could be an eternity to God. There was a prophecy, there was a woman who gave a prophecy about Nigeria and the Nigerians rejected that prophecy. And I I just don't, perhaps they don't know, I don't know. I don't know because I, 
Anyhow, they rejected the prophecy, and, and even I know, even if I don't like the prophecy, I don't open up my mouth and say a single thing. Because you're not, I know that I wouldn't be rejecting the person, I would be rejecting God's word. And when you reject God's word of truth, there's consequences for that. And there are times where God is not doing anything. He just steps aside. And again, when God is not there, you have pure chaos. Look at the story about Solomon's temple. When he was there, they had peace. When he left the temple, pure chaos. And then the temple was rocks and dust and rubble. Not too long after God left. Solomon's temple. God has done something similar to Babylon. He is not per se in Babylon, but he is with certain people. His eyes are on his eyes are on everyone, good and bad, positive and negative. But when it comes to his nation, his special people, he's there. And anytime he makes a decision about something, I notice a pattern of he starts with his house first, meaning he starts with the churches, whether it's a regular church or it's a mega church. He starts there. Once you see people start dropping like flies and dying when it comes to the church, you know that God has made a decision of judgment. After the situation with the churches, that's when he starts visiting people in their households. He start with his nation first. Then he deals with everybody else. When he said, come from amongst them and don't be like them, there's a stench. When you try to assimilate to Babylon and pick up their atrocious habits and ways, you partake in that stench. And he doesn't like that smell. He knows the consequences that Babylon will endure, whether Babylon likes it or not. And he don't want you to be a partaker in those consequences. So he tell you, come from amongst them. Don't be like them. Don't mimic their ways. Don't do as they do. That's part of how he keeps his nation safe. You look at a lot of the stories in the Bible, anytime they went to some land somewhere and people was already there and the nation would copy them and do the things that they do. Shortly after what happened, consequences. He would start with his nation first and then he would deal with the people of the land. And so I think to myself, when will the nation think to itself, 
You know what? My ancestors did this, and look at what happened. God is not playing, clearly. Because what happened 2,000 years ago is happening now. So let me start to get a clue. Let me start to critically think for myself. Let me do something different so that maybe, just maybe, we can change this cycle. When I read the prayer of Manasseh in the Apocrypha, my first thought was he knew that what he was experiencing was deserved. That's number one. So he said to God, your decisions are righteous. You're always right. He also knew that what he was experiencing was from his ancestors. How they made the same mistake over and over again. The man was lamenting. He didn't just repent or apologize. He lamented. That told me a lot. At some point in time, the nation has to say to themselves, we got to do something different. Because ain't nothing going to change, but I need protection and guidance going forward. Because there's little fires everywhere. There's no place you can go, North America, South America, Africa, the U.S. It doesn't matter where the hell you go. There's little fires everywhere. There's no safe place per se so the only thing you could do is when it comes to your household is have the safety of God that's all you could do that's all you could do and that's in the Bible as well it said pray for yourself <laughs> that says a lot <laughs> Pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. I look at a lot of the correspondence and I see how nobody thinks of prayer, nobody thinks of a group fast. And all you need is two or three people. For those of you that that live alone you can invite God's angels in to to support you in that fast and, and to be a witness of your fast where you're praying for yourself and your household quite interesting some point in time this year, we're going to see Pluto go back into Capricorn and we'll have a bit of a break. The focus will go back onto corporations and big businesses and the systems that hadn't worked 
and will never work. And there'll be more people realizing that these systems have always been against them since the days of Kennedy, at least. And then it'll go back into Aquarius where it will stay for 20 years. If you think about what's happened from January into now, we're in February. It's like you lived eight months <laughs> and in, t- in six weeks. It's going to be 20 years of that. We're hearing about wars and rumors of wars. And there's this propaganda going on saying, oh, there's been a a serious security breach. And Russia wants to put a nuclear missile into, you know, the sky. And it's nothing to worry about. It's confidential. It's a secret. We're not, we're not going to really say too much, but the people shouldn't be concerned. You're a blood clot liar. That's what you are. Fear mongering as usual so you can pass that $95 billion bill. Oh, there's an emergency. We need you to pass the bill. And so you lie on Russia. I did a podcast where I said it's titled Nobody Forgot. Go back and listen to that podcast. And you're sitting here in 2024 still telling lies and trying to make other people look bad. Nobody, Russia is not going to forget that. We got to take it back to the old days and say, keep my name out your mouth. Stop lying on me. Putin ain't do no such thing. That's such a minuscule thing for somebody that's as intelligent as he is. Why would he let you know he's on his way? Why would he do that? Because then you can defend against it. And that's not his goal. That's not his goal. He don't want you to be able to defend yourself against his whatever he got planned. And as I've said before, when I looked at the transiting chart for the country, they're already here. The invasion will happen. It's going to happen. They've had seeds planted from birth, raised them up to be loyal to Russia. They're more American than the patriarch, than the patriot. They know more about how things work than the average patriot. They're sitting in governmental jobs and They're in the military and the army and the navy and the coast guard. And you would think that they was American. They don't speak no Russian in front of anybody. English is clear as day. Married American citizens and when the day come, they're going to start speaking Russian. And the wives is going to say, the wives and the husbands are going to say, oh, I did not know that you were Russian. You only spoke English. 
they're going to turn against their own spouse and their own children. So why would he try to put a nuclear missile in the sky and just let it sit there? Like, come on. Like, be for real. Be for real. Mr. Smart, you listen to the interview he did with Tucker. He never said yes or no or whether he was going to do anything when it comes to the West. Why would he? Tucker knew it was coming. Tucker knew it's the day where it's going to come. And it wouldn't surprise me if later on down the line, Tucker says he's going to live as a citizen in Russia. It wouldn't surprise me at all for his own safety. They done sanctioned him and said he can't come back into the country. He's a traitor. Then after he he was declared a traitor from traitors, <laughs> There was a list that came out from Putin where he said there's people on his watch list, like enemies, like you're, you're a threat, you're a terrorist. And don't, don't you know, I think it said 1,000 people or 100,000 people. It was some number. It began with the number one, whatever it was. And some of them people was politicians. He mentioned, was it Condoleezza Rice? I said, now what did Condoleezza do? Some of them people he going to put in Guantanamo Bay and they'll never be seen or heard from again. You can't call somebody a traitor when you betray your people. You can't tell somebody to be loyal when you sold them out decades ago. They sat in their face and lied to them. No, we would never do that. But your marketing smear campaign is saying that they're crazy. But be loyal to you. <laughs> it's the hypocrisy and the audacity for me. Why are you requiring me to do something that you ain't doing? You done made it illegal in all states for the people to be pro-watermelon. But you know that the, the, those who say that they are Jews but are not, but lie, and are of the synagogue of Satan, it's not the real people. Not only do you already, you've been known that those are not the real people, you know that they're going to betray you and throw you to the wayside. So, you know, Pastor Lord said, if you go against these, it's illegal and you are a domestic threat. And while you're making it illegal and calling it a domestic threat, you already know that they're going to shit on you. Why are you telling the people to be loyal to people that you already know is going to shit on you? And you're taking the taxpayer's money and giving it to them. Knowing that they're going to shit on you. But telling the citizens, be loyal to them.
Another revelation that I got was that the Ukraine will turn on the West as well. They didn't do it yet because they collected the money. I saw that man Zelensky. I don't know where he was at, but the sun was shining bright, honey. And the, the, the it was a beautiful place. Nice and clean and beautiful. And he walking just as free without a piece of security in sight. Smiling. Everybody else being bombed and blown to smithereens, but you in a whole nother place. Well-dressed. You look clean. You look nourished and happy. You just collected the money. Where are you going to go on the planet where somebody won't recognize you? Even if they don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they Wi-Fi be going in and out. They still know your face. Where do you think you're going to hide? And if you try to change your face through some type of surgery or mask, you know God is good. He's going to tell on you. He'll tell on you. Where do you think you're going to go? Then this whole thing coming out with Beyonce and the, and the country music and and the Patriots is fighting Beyonce, saying you're not you're not a country singer. They don't want to play her on their little country radio stations and the Beehive done got it in it. And I said, oh, this is good. This is golden. What? <laughs> the Beehive and the Patriots in the online battle with each other. Oh, they. They have the Patriots have just met a group of people that is more powerful than they are. You may be hateful, but when it comes to Bay, the Beehive will, without a shadow of a doubt, be barbaric. This is golden. And it's also a foreshadow to the Patriots <coughs> to show them that there's in real life, in real time, there's a group that is coming that will be more mean than you. You will never even see it coming and you will be confused at their mindset, how they could be as barbaric as they are and they're going to overtake you patriot and overthrow you patriot it's a foreshadowing but the part, but the patriots they won't see it coming even with everything that's happening nobody's going to stop and think this is a foreshadow of something that's coming cuz since when is there a group of people that can uh, be meaner and harsher than the good old patriot. The power that you once wielded because of supremacy is phasing out. There will be no more protection by proximity. 
But the patriots won't won't listen. They won't believe it. They won't. By the time it happens to them, it's going to be too late. They won't be able to do anything about it. Especially the older ones. Who are too fat and out of shape. And have zero stamina. To even endure anything. A little too cold and you packing it up. <laughs> and heading indoors. <laughs> I learned at a very young age. We used to call it thugging it out. Meaning circumstances and situations is, ha- is hard and it's harsh. But you can make it through. This too shall pass. That's what we called it back in my day. Thugging it out. If you don't got it, you don't got it. You make it through. You survive. I want to talk about a dream that I had and that I'm going to go... Because this is a message for passport bros, incels, manosphere, red pill, blue pill, black pill, pink pill, all the pills. Haters of women. Some reason they seem to think women got it easier because of the vagina. Which is a contradictory thing because they think that women have a place and they need to stay in a place. So how is that easier? When you're being confined, how is that easier? They seem to look at the things women, the the bare minimal things that women have, employment, housing, uh, uh, a used car, and they think women have had help. But men don't. Meanwhile, your ass ain't do what you were supposed to do to get that employment, to get the housing, to get the used car. They expect it to be handed to them. But women paid a price for for that. They made some sacrifices for that. They on the outside looking in, you see the woman walking her pet rock. And they get mad. Her life is easy. Your life is easy too because the children that you procreated and didn't want are with the mother. You have complete freedom, but you still look around and and expect women who are confined to staying in their quote-unquote place to hand you something. It ain't dawn on you to go and apply for the job. It ain't dawn on you to apply for that apartment. It ain't dawn on you to save your money to get that used $7,000 car. Because that's what women did. Nothing was handed. Whatever assistance that they get, they got it because they got the kid. 
You want that governmental assistance? Take custody of your kid. Take the responsibility of that kid. You think the kids is running around shooting up schools and whatever else they're doing because the mother was just a, a horrible parent? Then you do better. Take custody of your kid and you parent the way that you think that the child that you don't want should be raised. You do it. If it's so easy to take on the responsibility of a whole life, then you do it. The jealousy is real. The gaslighting is real. The emotional dishonesty is real. The delusion is real. The lack of accountability is real. The fact that you don't want any responsibility at all is actually quite pathetic. When you don't want any responsibility, you fail at life. Because how you think they got the job? By being responsible. How you think they get the lease? By being financially responsible. But you don't, you don't want the responsibility. But think that somebody is supposed to admit to you, submit to you, uh, who fail, who don't want responsibility, who procreate children that they don't want, and then blame the mother for something? Got a prophetic word for the passport bros, the incels, the manosphere, and all of the pills. First of all, in the next year or two, those little groups are going to phase out. You're going to be overtaken by a group who is stronger than you, and you will be overthrown. Your Roman Empire has already been invaded and when the time is right your groups will be overthrown and when you're overthrown you will be in the super prison the foreshadowing of that super prison is the that clip of the super prison I believe it's in Mexico it could be Mexico or Venezuela one of the two where they got the gang members from off of the street and they put them in these jails. And in the, the short clip, you see how they only have on undergarments, no socks on their feet, no slipper, no shirt, no nothing. And they're cuffed, barefooted, and basically naked. And they're sitting in cells like a bunch of animals, 100 people in a cell, multiple people on one mattress, and everybody sitting there, whether they're sitting or standing, they got their hands folded. Everybody the same color. Everybody don't have any hair. They're all bald, and they all have tattoos. They look the same. And they're in these prisons to never get out. And they eat the same meals Every day. The guard said the only thing that might change is the lunch. A.K.A. you're given the food that's going to keep you alive. Nothing more. 
You need certain vitamins from out of food to keep your body alive. That's the food that you get. And you eat it over and over and over and over again for life. So that clip is a foreshadow of the super prisons in the United States. And all of you man of spirit, incel, pill, they already got your face. They already have your social security number, your date of birth, your address. If you have a job, they got that information too. They have a whole history. Your whole employment history, where you went to school, if you even went. Any car that you may have, the color to make the model. Who your relatives are, your parents. They already got all of that information on you. And where the time is right, that group who is stronger than you, again, will overtake you. They'll overthrow you, overtake you. And you're going to be put into the super prison if you even live. Because some of you, God, going to take you home to glory. I've said, if you go back and and listen to that podcast I did, um, Passport Bros, Enemies of the Country, I think I titled it. Go back and listen to it. You've already been declared by everybody, the three-letter agencies, DHS, the WH, everybody. You've already been declared an international and domestic threat. They already know you're doing what you're doing because you don't have access to poom poom. They already know that you're mad and call you a group of angry men because you didn't have sex with who you picked to have sex with in high school. They already know that you don't have social skills. The report that I read, I think it was eight to ten pages. It was a very short one. They had graphs and all kind of stuff in that their PDF report. The information that they gathered without this group of people even knowing tells me that they had already sent intel into the groups, no matter what platform of social media you're on. They already sized you up. They know you better than you know yourself. They know what you're going to do before you even think to do it. And they're going to use your own ways against you. Most of the groups, this group of people, the majority of them don't even know that it was a Caucasian congressman who even started the red, red pill rhetoric. And he's married. They've already got a plan that if they get a good number of these men to vote Republican, that they will rule over everyone for the next 100 years. 100 years. The whole passport bro, incel, red pill, man of spear, 
throwing their own self under the bus just to try to to fight against women. You're going to be suppressed, oppressed, controlled, raped, and unalived, murdered. Because y'all all voted Republican. This is why I said go and get... Because I ain't, I ain't trying to get into the decision that God had already made. I ain't trying to get in the way of that. I don't want the smoke from God. I, I, even if I was an atheist... I would say to myself, you know what? Something going on. Let me get out the way. I ain't going to go against my own interests. That don't make no sense. You can't cut your nose to spite your face. You can, but the only person that's going to be sorry is yourself. Because there is one that is stronger than you are. And the way that they're going to do things is when they knock this group of people down, it's going to be in a way that you can't get back up. Outsmarted yet again. There's a story going around about how eight passport bros was murdered in another country trying to sex traffic. There was people that said that they was there seeing these whole incel bros over there and how young those girls are that they were having sex with is scary. The pedophiles. Do you not think that the country knows that you're a pedophile? It's a dangerous thing to always keep opening up your mouth on social media. Even the private groups that you got. What's that one that they use? Telegram? That's already been infiltrated. Any platform that you use, whether private or public, it has already been infiltrated. You're sharing pictures of women in these little private groups so that you can have send other men to attack this woman. The government already knows about it. It's going to bite you in the ass later on down the line. The movement has been judged by God, and there is no going back or changing it. The same decision that God made when it came to Babylon is the same decision that God made when it comes to this group of men, whether you are black or white. And if you are of the nation, God is going to start with his house first. In my dream, I was in this huge apartment, and it had about five bedrooms in this apartment. There was a man and there was a woman. There was a fellow 
Hebrew Israelite. She's part of the nation. And the woman was the main one that was residing in this apartment. She lived with her family to pull their resources together and ultimately save money individually. And as I went through the apartment, none of the family members were there, but the girl who resided there was, and she was with this guy. And I was trying to leave the apartment, but they did not want me to. They wanted me to go to the woman's bedroom so that they both can have sex with me. And the woman was very controlling, and the man was very happy that the woman was controlling because he wanted to use her to control me, go through her to do his dirty work. He was very happy that she was the way that she was for his benefit. And in her room, there was another room, and it was a door to this room. And the doorknob of that second room had a digital lock and a fingerprint. So you had to do both in order to unlock that door to that room. Somehow, some way, I ended up tricking the both of them and getting them in that room. But because she knew the code for the lock and she had a fingerprint, she was still able to unlock the door. But God kept jamming that lock. He kept jamming it. So I ended up escaping the bedroom and escaping the apartment altogether while the woman and the man was stuck inside of the room because God had jammed that lock. When I woke up, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, abortions. Men will be held accountable for the woman getting abortions. I continued to listen to the voice of God. And it was giving me examples how women would have ibuprofen and a guy would see the ibuprofen and he would say to the woman, Umbumbafu uh, said y'all had sex and you got an abortion. And that's why you got those pills. And the woman will respond and say, ibuprofen are abortion pills? Yeah. And the woman would say, is my doll abortion pills? Yeah. Some women, God was telling me that some women would try to tell the guy, he and I never had sex. I never got an abortion. The ibuprofen is for my cramps, for my period. And the mitol is for my period, for my cramps. 
I never got an abortion. And the guy would be insistent that the mitol or the ibuprofen were abortion pills. And so what God was saying to me is that the men that lie on women and have said that they had sex with the woman and she got an abortion because they were lying about the abortion, those guys are going to be held accountable. And then there were women God was demonstrating to me that they wouldn't be aware that the guy was still saying, yeah, out of pride. They wouldn't be aware that the guy was being emotionally dishonest because he didn't want to look stupid. And how men were uninformed about a woman's body and why she would be taking mitol or ibuprofen for her monthly period. And even those guys are going to be held accountable because they partook in abortion somewhere along the line. And I continue to listen to the Spirit of the Lord minister to me with these examples. And I understood. The men that forced women into getting abortions are going to be held accountable because it was an abortion. God don't like abortions. One of the reasons that God don't like abortions is because he was the one that created the life. And no other person has the right to take that life away. The other reason is because the fetus, rich people are eating it. And they're using it in their demonic satanic rituals. And there's a lot of people that don't know that when a baby is aborted, that rich, wealthy people, your politicians and your judges and this and that, is eating the fetus like it's a delicacy. God don't like abortions. So the men that forced women into having an abortion because that man's sperm was what got her pregnant, they're going to be held accountable. The men that did not practice sexual self-discipline and the woman got an abortion, even if it was her choice, because you got her pregnant, incel, manosphere, red pill, blue pill, black pill, all the other pills, you will be held accountable. This is why your spaces have already been infiltrated and there are a group of men who are barbaric that are going to overtake you. Some of you will die. Some of you will be headed to the super prison. Some of you will be raped and experience sodomy.
Those are your consequences for partaking in a lack of sexual self-discipline and abortions. God will be holding you accountable. You don't like responsibility, but God's going to give you some consequences for you not being responsible. You can say no. It's not going to happen as much as you want. I could care less about it. Just because you don't want it to happen or you don't like what you hear, that don't mean God ain't going to do what he going to do. That don't mean that. It's a beautiful day. It's nice and early in the morning. My heat has been heating. <laughs> it's like project heat. I don't even live in the projects. You got to open up the window and you live in the projects and you get that heat. Honey, you could dry clothes in that heat. Just wash it and hang it up. <laughs> It'll dry. Those of you that have raped women, you will be held accountable. You over there in other country in other countries sodomizing a 12, 13, 14 year old, you will be sodomized if you even live. And there will be a small number that will escape. Because God don't want to, he don't want to destroy the whole group. He wants you to live so, so that your suffering will be for the rest of your life. You will learn your lesson after that. He wants you to live. So that you always remember, so that you'll always have to tell your story. You will always be reminded of how you got your own self in trouble because you did not want to be responsible. Those of you that procreate kids that you don't want, and you don't take responsibility for your children, you will not escape. You won't be escaping. So that is my dream that I had and the revelation of the dream that God had given me. That's what I wanted to come and talk about. I thank you for spending some time with me. I hope you pay attention to the foreshadowing that's happening while Pluto is in Aquarius because you're going to go through 20 years of that. Then after Pluto in Aquarius is going to be Pluto in Pisces. The 12th house of the chart. And for some of you that say, how are you going to be in God and you're talking about astrology and witch, Jezebel, false prophet. Go pick up the Apocrypha. Go look at the book of creation and then go find a pastor and tell a pastor to tell the truth. Do that. 
Better yet, go listen to the Book of Enoch on audio on YouTube. It's free. Only going to cost you your time. Don't the Bible say that Enoch walked with God? And after Enoch had died, didn't he go to heaven? After Solomon captured that demon and forced that creature to build Solomon's temple, and God gave him that ring, and Solomon did all of the things that he did. Don't the Bible say that when Solomon died, he went to heaven? No, 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 no. You can't do that. Shalom.